Waitangi, New Zealand's founding document, was first signed on the 6th of February 1840. Much debate surrounds its meaning and interpretation. At the beginning of the 19th century, there is frequent contact between Māori and foreign whalers, sealers, traders and missionaries. Natural resources such as trees for shipbuilding are traded. Minor disagreements and conflict occur. Small groups of Europeans are the guests of the 100,000-plus Māori population. Early contact is conducted largely on the Māori's terms. By 1830, over a thousand European ships are visiting New Zealand each year. Lawlessness prevails. Sailors, escaped convicts and adventurers from the colony of New South Wales are difficult to control. There was trade taking place, there were people arriving, there was whaling and sealing. And so the British didn't really feel the need for anything in particular. In a sense, they were forced into it by concerns raised by Māori chiefs about the behaviour of principally British subjects in Aotearoa and the, the need for some sort of control and discipline. Māori and British concerns grow that the French want to annex New Zealand. 13 Māori Northern Chiefs petition King William IV for protection. The Crown promises protection. During the 1830s, British missionaries and humanitarians pressure the Crown to save the Māori from the same devastating effects that European colonisation and imperialism has had upon the indigenous cultures in Africa, Australia and the Pacific. There was a movement within Britain to acknowledge and to regret the very harmful effects that, uh, that British occupation, British colonial authority had had in some other countries. They could see the results in Australia, for example, the condition of Aboriginal people around um, settlements like Port Jackson, Sydney, 
were very distressing. Missionaries in New Zealand also discourage land sales by purchasing it and acting as trustees to local tribes. James Busby is appointed first official British resident to New Zealand. He's given little support to enforce his authority. The Māori have an economic need for nationhood. With Māori trading, particularly with New South Wales, they had ships, they were trading quite extensively back and forth. But the problem was Aotearoa New Zealand as a nation did not exist. And under British maritime law of the day, in order to trade, a ship needed to have firstly a flag, to sail under a flag, and secondly to have a ship's register. With no official authorisation, James Busby creates the Declaration of Independence of New Zealand. Written in Māori, it is signed by 34 northern chiefs. More chiefs from further south sign over the next four years. The chiefs see this as an expression of Māori nationhood. The Māori interpret this as a crown guarantee of independence. Busby and other British see it as a step toward making New Zealand a British possession. Declaration is officially acknowledged by the King in 1836. <laughs>
Hey, Tuku, it's a white pie. And I am my more.
Bun.
Maragamaya TV Junior Kapaka Regionals. Join us on the Rhythm of the Rohe Ngati Hine FM. Oh, 
Tika maida e te iwi e Kia pa karu mai ai te mene mene Au wahi ana te whati te iere Maranga mai ete iwi Maranga mai ete iwi Maranga mai ete iwi Maranga mai ete iwi Hey Nga mauhuri te
Treaty by Nikki Slade Robinson. The little Kiwi and cousins were talking to their koro, Grandad. How come you say you're from up the coast and Kuia, Grandma, say she's from over the mountains? asked the little Kiwi. Eh, Moko, that's a special story from many moons ago, smiled koro. Whakarongo mai, listen. Long, long ago, all my tipuna, my ancestors, lived far up the coast. They were the best food finders in the land. All your kuias, tipuna, lived far over the mountains. They were the best nest builders in the land. The two groups had never met. One day, my tipuna decided to explore further than they'd ever been before. Their numbers had grown, so they went in search of more food. They set off in the morning, following the sun. It was a long journey. My tipuna found this place, right where we are sitting. There was plenty of kai. They decided to stay here. Many years later, your kuia's tipuna also decided to travel far in search of more space for building nests. Their numbers had grown too. They set off in the evening, following the stars. It too was a long journey. Your kuia's tipuna also came to this place. It was a good place for building nests. They wanted to stay here too. Oe! My tipuna was surprised. Who were these strangers? Would they be friendly? They circled each other. Warriors at the front of each group. Suddenly they began to fight. Feathers flew. Claws kicked. Beaks poked. Harsh cries filled the air. Many of the birds were hurt. Finally, the two groups retreated, one to each side of this clearing. Fighting was not working. The chief of my tipuna stepped forward and proudly said, Ko o te ariki o te takutai ne. I am chief of the Kiwi from up the coast. I have claimed this area. The chief of your kuia's tipuna stepped forward and proudly said, 
ko o te ariki o ngā pai moanga ne. I am chief of the kiwi from over the mountains. We want to live here too. The two chiefs stared at each other. Nobody wanted to fight again. The forest was still, silent, waiting and holding its breath. We are the best food finders in all the land, said my tipuna proudly. We are the best nest builders in all the land, said your kuya's tipuna, just as proudly. We do not wish to fight for this land, said my tipuna proudly. We do not wish to fight either, said your kuya's tipuna, just as proudly. Perhaps we can work together, said my tipuna proudly. We can show you how to find more kai. Yes, perhaps we can work together, said your kuya's tipuna, just as proudly. We can show you how to build stronger nests. It took many days and nights of talking, but finally both groups of kiwi agreed on a way to live together in peace. Everyone was very relieved. Since then, some of my tipuna went back up the coast. Some of Kuya's tipuna went with them. Some of Kuya's tipuna went back to the mountains. Some of my tipuna went with them. And some kiwi stayed right here, including the tipuna of your koro and your kuya. Kuya's tipuna respected the ways of the mana whenua, those already there. Both groups shared their knowledge and learned from each other. Even today, we must remember that was a difficult time. But we must also remember that as long as we work together, we can move forwards through the days ahead of us. The little Kiwi thought about Koro's story of how the two groups came together so long ago. Then she leapt up. Ko ngātai takutai roa, ko ngātai pai maunga oku iwi. My ancestors come from up the coast and over the mountains. Ko little kiwi toku ingoa, my name is little kiwi.
Marangamaya TV, Junior Kapaka Regional. Join us on the Rhythm of the Rohe, Ngati Hene FM.